My name's Lipnamok, my pronouns are he, him. And my name is Beepo Bipopopopulip, and my pronouns are also he, him. Welcome to episode 48, uh, The Crawler. Nico, have you heard of The Crawler before? Literally never in my life. Yeah, uh, you're gonna hear about it and then be like, okay, I think I've actually heard of it, but it just was called something else. Um, this week, Katie is gone. Katie has a show, well, has tech for a show, so they are booked and busy, and I had to recruit Nico to record with me, and he is a great boyfriend, so he is doing it. Mm-hmm. Everybody say hi, Nico. Hi, Nico. Hi, hi everybody. <laughs> um, Babe, what are your vibes? Tired, sleepy, sleepy, uh, tired vibes. My vibes are sleepy and tired vibes. Yes. Sleepy and tired vibes? Yes. Yeah. What's your vibe? My vibe is less sleepy and tired than you probably. Uh, But I have been also booked and busy, so I've just been doing the damn thing. Going to rehearsal. I have a performance tomorrow. We just got booked for another performance. A bad bitch. A bad bitch. (laughs) We're out here in the streets. And then also with the collective, uh, we just finished our first work. So we have our first child to birth from the collective. It's giving amniotic fluid. (laughs) You're right. Yeah. So I think that's all. That's all I got for you. Everybody give Katie a good luck and tell them to kill their shit because they are going to do great things during the show. And also like maybe pray that they break their legs or something. But both of them. Yeah. Both of them. That's the saying, right? <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. Say hi, Nico. Hi, Nico. <laughs> uh, so we're just going to jump straight into it. So I wanted to find a cryptid that I hadn't heard of before. So I went into a rabbit hole of cryptids and stumbled upon, which I don't know how to say it because I just got on Reddit recently. Nico is a Redditor. Is that what you guys I, call each other? Um, I think. Uh, is it just r slash or is there a name for it? So um, it's the, the r is referring to a subreddit. So it's so a subreddit. You can think of it like a Facebook group within which you can post things. But also sometimes notation wise, it'll be slash r slash and then the name of the subreddit. And they really kind of flip flop. And I don't know what the easiest way to say it out loud is. So you just you could be like I was on a subreddit called and that's one way to do it if you are afraid of the words like me. Okay, I was on a subreddit called Crawler Sightings. So today I got all the stories that came from there. I got four stories that I handpicked from a lot of different options. Um, there's a lot more stories if you want to go on that subreddit and read them. It was actually really active. Like when I was on there, there was a post six hours ago. So it's still a really active subreddit that people are seeing the crawler across the United States. So this is the about section from the community portion of it. It said, Crawler is a commonly seen cryptid with pale skin, long limbs, and a tall, thin body. They are generally seen around eight feet tall if standing. 
There are stories of this creature all throughout America, and it has even inspired modern culture such as Until Dawn's Wendigo, The Rake, and Slenderman. So, the crawler is just another way to talk about Slenderman, which we talked about a few episodes ago. And then, have you ever played Until Dawn? I have not. It's like a decision-making game, so you kind of walk around for a little bit of it, but most of it you're making split decisions between two options. Is this a horror game? It's a horror game that you go through the whole cast, and either everyone lives or everyone dies, or only certain people live. And there's a whole bunch of different endings, and it's all about the butterfly effect. Oh, God. So it's like one decision you make now affects all the decisions later. It's a really cool game. Like a choose-your-own-adventure, kind of. Yeah, it's a really, really cool game. I think I played a similar one one time, but it was not a horror game. It was just called Facade. But I, when I was playing it, I didn't know that that's how you said the word facade because it has the so weird... you said facade? I said facade. But, like, <laughs> it had the C with, like, the weird little... You dumb bitch. It had the C with, like, the dingly bits underneath it. <laughs> and I was like, well, how the fuck do you say that? So, like, I think we were we would call it, like, facade. Or, like... Facade. 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 It just got weirder and weirder. But it was a weird-ass game. You would kind of love it. Um, I, I failed it like immediately so many times I could never get past it. But it sounds similar to this, so yeah. yeah. Well, uh, with that said, let's get into some sightings. So, Mister Crab six four six four posted relation of crawlers and wendigos. There are two very similar entities found in North America. They're both described as pale, skinny, feral, and they run on all fours. It would make sense if they were similar, if not the same creature. So, is there any correlation? To which Ashleton responded, I don't think they're the same. As far as I know, Wendigos are only malicious while crawlers can be peaceful. A couple of crawlers live on my property in the cold months. I've never seen them in the summer for some reason. And they've never bothered me or anyone I live with. I dare say they might look at me in the friendly manner because one of the last times I saw them before they left for the summer, they were on top of one of the pine trees, swaying around, looking directly at me. Their eyes emit yellow light. Pause for a second. Picture having property and looking up and then seeing these, like, lanky, pale things swaying on the top of a tree with bright yellow eyes. And being like, I bet they're peaceful. (laughs) He's my homie. I can feel it. (laughs) Like, just because you haven't been, like, outright attacked does not mean that they're necessarily, like, homies, though. Yeah. uh Uh-uh. Yeah. Cursed. I truly think they were trying to make sure I could see what they were doing because they were making a bunch of noise with the branches, yet are capable of being completely silent if they want to. And the pine trees are fairly tall around here. They max out at 200 feet, and this cluster of trees were playing on just around maxed out height. And they were just at the very top of it. It was amazing to see, and at this point it appears to be a very positive encounter. That sounds a lot like they made one observation and generalized it for an entire cryptid species. Yeah. Well, I mean, they said that it lives on... Yeah. So they've probably seen it before. I guess. And that's the thing with, like, having backwoods and stuff. There are people that believe in a whole bunch more cryptids because they're like, there are things out there in that forest that I don't know what they are and there are noises that I've never heard before and all of those things. I could not take that shit. You'd be scared of it? No. I'd just be like... Creepy. 
<laughs> Creepy pasta. Creepy pasta. So this next one's by Anonymous. Unknown creature in rural Tennessee. Hey everyone, I just wanted to get some opinions. To start off, I live in a rural part of East Tennessee. The closest grocery store is about 20 miles from here. I'm pretty much surrounded by farmland. The area I live in has been known for decades for being haunted. Well, to cut the long story short, the land behind my house is all farmland. The past few months I've been going outside at night to water the garden and I can hear strange noises coming from the field behind my house. I've heard what sounded like women screaming. I've heard someone say, hey, I even thought I heard my mom say my name from the field before. My husband has heard a voice say his name on multiple occasions, but last night my dog was barking and growling like crazy. So my husband went outside to look around to make sure nothing was out, and he said he heard what sounded like a baby crying in the field, but he said it sounded very distorted and definitely not human. So they're hearing a whole bunch of different noises, and they're wondering if it's a crawler that can imitate these noises. Nico's just shaking his head. I'm like, where the <laughs> fuck are these, like, crawlers that are living in the backwoods of Tennessee gonna get, like, their sample sound of human baby crying so they can try to imitate it? Like, who's just like, uh-huh, I'm walking with my baby down the back roads of rural Tennessee. Oh, it's crying. Hope crawlers don't hear it and copy the sound to unsuspecting homeowners. Like, where are they getting it from? I don't know, but it makes sense if they're, like, trying to create pray but also so this reader goes on to say he ended up coming back in and went back out to listen and the noise had stopped i'm not sure what's going on we live on an indian burial ground the whole area i'm in is basically an indian burial ground so i've heard my husband is half cherokee and he said he just has a feeling it may be a wendigo or a skinwalker possibly I just wanted to get a few opinions to what it could possibly be because it seems like it's getting braver. I know I could write it off and say it's just a mountain lion or something like that, but it's saying mine and my husband's name on different occasions makes me believe it's obviously not an animal. Has anyone else in Tennessee had an issue like this or is anyone out there in general? Oh, and I about forgot. This last winter, we had a few deep snows, and one morning I went out to the backyard and I saw these prints that looked like toe prints of a goat hoof, and the back was about the height of a high heel shoe. The print was about a foot long, and I'm not sure what it could have been. <laughs> not, not, not skin walking in fucking high heels with goat hooves. <laughs> yeah. She's slaying, but she's also making baby noises. Yeah, this scares me. It makes you think, like, there's a whole bunch of people that have just hiked the mountains. And I wonder how many times they have seen things that they couldn't explain. Or things that were so animalistic. Because, like, this thing is a, it's a cryptid, but at the same time it's like an animal. That they just put it off to be the animals, but were deliberately done by like intelligent cryptids like this. You ever been to Appalachia? No. Have you? Yeah. Smoky Mountains one time. Um, we went to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, um, which is like a fake town, I guess. It's like a tourist trap. But like we also like went briefly out of there to like hike and shit. And like the woods definitely have a vibe. Like, the sh that shit that people say all the time on the internet, they're not just making it up. Like, it is kind of eerie. <laughs> yeah. 
Especially because it's like old woods. Like yeah. there's so much history there. It's a lot. And also like nobody really fucks with it. No. No. And there's also the people that live and have a history of living out in the wilderness and are like mountain people. Which is scary in a different way. Scary in a different way. Anyway, next by Ayler06. Freaked out in Appalachia. 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 My husband used to have an explosive temper, right? Well, he quelled it. It'll be an important piece. We're leaving our friend's campsite in an area we were unfamiliar with. We get this is weird to split where it's a five-way and the GPS isn't super clear because it's backwoods Kentucky. We ultimately make a wrong turn, but the GPS is silent, so we keep going. Husband says, we need to turn around. The GPS flashed quickly and set the new route. I said, let's just go. It's got a new route. Let's just get out of here. It's only like 10 minutes further. So this road is full of kinky, swishy, twisty, turny roads. Kinky, swishy, <laughs> twisty, turny roads. Boots the house down, mama. Thank you. <laughs> we heard a Nissan Armada that we rented. Go branding. Usually if my husband were mad, he'd be speeding through the hills like a madman trying to get out of there. But he wasn't. We were talking... <laughs> she hates her husband. Yeah, God. We were talking through it and keeping him calm, and he was taking the corners extra slow because there were massive drop-offs with no guardrails. Okay, sorry. Imagine having to, like, constantly talk your husband off of the anger cliff the entire time he's driving. I would hate that. Be like, okay, you're like a man-child, but I'm going to hold your hand. You're, I know you're experiencing big feelings right now, but you just need to drive at the, the speed set by the sign so we don't fly off a cliff. Literally. Okay, Robert, go off. <laughs> Oncoming traffic whipping around corners at us. That's not a complete sentence. Mm-mm. That's true. Oncoming traffic whipping around corners at us. Period. It was scary! Exclamation point. So we, want, so we went slowly. We came around this particularly sharp bend with a hill in the middle of it, and we see two dogs lying down. It looks like the kind you'd see as statues at the end of the driveway, except they're laying perpendicular on the dirt of the driveway, and they don't move. They don't move, and then their eyes catch our headlights. As our headlights hit them, we realize, my son, husband, and myself, that the dogs are identical. Remember, we're taking the corner slowly, so we got a good look, good long look, especially because they were on my side. Identical. Anyways, as our headlights hit their eyes, they stood up at the exact same time and like a fucking marching band started with the same pause walking towards our car at the same time. I have massive amounts of chills just typing that. So that was a super sharp left, okay? Where the dogs were. As we go to the adjacent right turn, so they're making like an S-curve. I'm still looking at the dogs because they were right outside the door. I was transfixed and creeped out. I looked forward again just in time to see something run across. I yelled, deer, instinctively. But when I thought about it, that was no deer. Deer don't move that fast. I've seen plenty of deer crossing the road. Husband got a better look at it, and it wasn't looking at the dogs. He said it looked something similar to something super emaciated, maybe hunched over, but on four legs. It was fucking fast too, man. She's like, it was fucking fast too, man. Bro, dude. I just saw four legs in a flash. Jake said it had green glowing eyes. 
So this is also something tiny, really fast with blowing eyes. Have you guys talked about not deer yet? I think we have, but would you like to bring up not deer? No, I just love not deer. And the way that she literally says, like, it was no deer. I was I was like, you could just simplify it. Just say it was not deer. <laughs> it was mean, not deer. It, that means two things. Like It was a not deer. Favorite cryptid. Honestly. So, freaked me the fuck out. It took us another 45 minutes to get to some sort of main highway. It was just a hairpin, windy, and twisty the whole way. So husband was going super slow. Dude, we were freaked. Uh, nice. <laughs> I just kept taking, talking very slowly in a low voice because I couldn't even start put start the Spotify on my phone without fucking up the GPS. That's not how that works, by the way. So I'm... no music, no happiness, just freaked the fuck out driving in back-ass wood Kentucky. Headass. <laughs> Headass. Thankfully, that was it and we made it. Oh, I did see two deer, and they ran, and there was no fucking way that other thing was a deer. Word. Yeah, and I think this is my last story. Next, by BusinessNiac18. I'd never seen a crawler before, but fairly certain I saw one. This is probably like three years ago now. I was visiting my grandparents on their rural hunting property, and me and my grandpa were out fishing on his dentist's property, lol. So, my dad also does this, where, like, some people will do work so they can hunt on their property. My dad and my uncle go to this guy's farm, and they cut down trees and, like, clear paths for him, and then they get hunting rights on his property. So, it's a very, like, rural thing to do, but a lot of people, like, he probably just talked to his dentist, and his dentist was like, yeah, you can go back there, I don't care. He said, yeah, you come in fish. for an extra cleaning this year, and we can make it happen. <laughs> Yeah. Tit for tat. <laughs> it was deep in the backwoods and a pain in the ass to get to. But it was the best fishing spot around, so we went there often. Worst of all, you'd have to drag a boat up a pretty long, steep hill to get it back in the truck. It sucked and took like an hour to do, and my gramps was about that age, and I pretty much needed to do it alone. So this day, evening was approaching, and we caught a hell of fish, and it was time to leave. I just got on the boat hooked to the back of the truck and was making one last trip down to the water to help steady my grandpa as he walked back up to the truck. When I got to the bank, my grandpa was staring off into the water, off onto the far bank, and he literally say, and he literally say, <laughs> instead of said, that's funny, and he literally say, what in God's name do you think that is? I remember the exact quote because I've hardly heard my grandpa scared but it sounded terrified. On the far bank was a creature that was pale, oddly jointed, and on all fours. It was naked and looked emaciated as hell. We both saw it, and for a split second, we both agreed that what we saw exactly the same thing, and then it disappeared into the foliage without ever making a sound. For a moment, I considered drawing my pistol, but it was only a twenty-two with snake shot. Our entire family thinks we're insane, but neither of us have backed down for the story to this day. Is that what gun people are like? But I only had a twenty-two with snake shot. Like, is he implying that they were... Because they're out there fishing, so it's not like he's hunting with his pistol. And he was like, I might be armed, and this was a weird creature. But he's like, my literal gun that I have on me is... I mean, it's not worth even taking out. <laughs> this is also like the backwoods, though. So, you have to remember it's a different culture than our city folk. 
Yeehaw. Yee. Good lord. So that is four stories about a crawler. Do you, have you like, think that you've heard stories about crawlers before now that you know what they are? It just seems like a, a super, like, general cryptid. It is a pretty general cryptid. It's like, oh, you saw, like, a, like a creepy thing that was pale, and it had funky elbows? Probably a crawler. Is yeah. it in the trees? Does it have yellow eyes? <laughs> crawler? Is it a deer? No. Not deer? No. Crawler. Crawler? Mm. It's probably a crawler. She crawl. Yeah. I would recommend going to this thing, though. Uh, there's, like, a video of somebody that has seen a crawler that, like, got it on video. Um, and stuff like that on the subreddit of crawler sightings, if you want to see any more. <laughs> Nico, three-sentence summary. Oh, God, there's so many stories. Crawlers are pale, weird elbow boys. If you see one in Appalachia, you should probably go to the subreddit about it. Remember, kids, don't bring your snake shot to a crawler fight because it's not worth taking out. <laughs> Good job, babe. Thank you. Uh, girl boss, gatekeep, or gaslight, go. Uh, I feel like the cheat response is to say, I'm feeling gatekept from happiness. Yeah, we say that all the time. Yeah, but um, if I can't pick that one, I'm going to say girl boss. I would say girl boss. Are you feeling like a girl boss? Yes, because we don't have to go to this bitch-ass wedding. It feels like we've taken power over our lives. I don't know. I kind of wanted to go to the wedding. It's a Greek wedding, so it was going to be really dramatic and really weird and also a culture shock for Nick. And you would have had to do the Greek dance where you sweat and you stand in a circle and you dance with, like, napkins and shit. Um, no Nico more. says lovingly. Yeah. I said, haven't been there in a minute. Yeah. I was excited to go, though. Yeah. Experience a different culture. Okay. So maybe gatekeep for you. Thanks, coronavirus. Yeah, I feel gatekept by Marco getting coronavirus. Marco, I know you listen to this podcast. You gatekept me from going to this wedding and it's all your fault. Um, but I love you though. And you know where to find us on social media. We are at Killer Kush Podcast on Instagram and Killer Kush Pod on Twitter. You can click the link in the bio of whatever you're listening on and go to our Patreon to follow it. You can also submit a sound of the week, a listener story, and buy some fucking merch. I think that's it. We love you. I love you I love more you. than Nick does. No, you don't. I mean, Lick does. <laughs> Bye.